0: Okay, final subject of the night for episode 19, season 3. Number 5. This is Community Hogans and Sweat Lodges. And this segment is inspired by the uh, female veteran that kind of let me know when she went to go see the uh, Medicine Man Association, what a big letdown that was for her. But um, but this is my point, um, is that the way natives, you know, a.k.a. Navajos, have lost their ways to find balance and harmony in this fast-paced digitalization of trends and the possible ways of returning back to the traditional culture that has now been taken for granted. So I know that's kind of a mouthful, but I was trying to find an easier way to say it. Um, I So let's go ahead and break this down. Um, community Hogans and Sweat Lodges, What she was telling me, this uh, veteran that's pretty much just episodes all about what her ideas are, is that um, the community hogans and sweat lodges could be something that the Clagatill Veterans Nonprofit could invest in because there are a lot of people who are homeless. Not only that, but um, they could also have a healing hogan where people want to have a ceremony done. Well, then, you know come on over to Hill veterans where we have a Hogan ready and it's hidden from public view. So that way you can go out and have your ceremony done and get some certain, uh, get some certain uh, cultural um, dealings done, you know, cultural ceremonies, have them, have them get completed and stuff like that. So that's, um, excuse me, that's pretty much worth looking into and I'm gonna keep on keep. Excuse me. I'm gonna keep holding on to this idea to make sure that um, if the opportunity ever arises, past what we're doing and we complete a lot more of the tasks, and I'll say, "All right, look, the next thing we need to do before I dissolve this nonprofit in six years is to make um, a ceremonial Hogan for multi-purpose uses for veterans if they need it and have their their medicine person, meet them over there. And, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool. And also, um, a lot of these um, Navajos have lost their ways, you know, to find balance and harmony. And what I mean by that is, um, like, that one veteran that keeps telling me, you you know, you want to hear the Word of God. You want to know what the Bible says, what Jesus is preaching. For him, he seems to me as a guy who's just looking for the easy answer. And if I were to bring that up to him, he would say, no, I, I just don't like the Navajo culture because whatever reason he has, it's going to be like too much work for him to put in there. And then not only that, but the time he was telling me that he actually did go to like uh, some of these ceremonies when he was younger, he was saying that um, it didn't work for him. And it's like, well, you already had that mindset of, you know, set up for failure. You're, you're, um, what was that last, on last episode where I did, uh, self-defeating, uh, mindset, you know, he already had that. It's like, oh, it's not going to work for me. And guess what? It didn't work for him. So now, you know, with the way the culture has had things put out there for us, the, um, you know, just pretty much the, uh, the naval culture that's been taken for granted nowadays. There's going to be, there's always going to be someone there that's going to say, "Oh yeah, that traditional way doesn't work. Um, that's not our culture. I mean, that's not our culture. I don't, I don't believe in that anymore." They're going to be saying, and "It's like, well, good luck on whatever you're doing then. Just don't try to push your agenda onto you know someone like me who's just who is doing the work." And if anything, over the years, we all know that um, some of these uh, church people, you know, especially for natives, they're going to be a little crooked there. You know, they're going to be stealing money and saying, oh, yeah, God wants me to, uh, you know, let you know that in order for you to be healed, in order for Jesus to accept you into the kingdom of heaven, you must give us uh, as much money as you can, $200, $300. And pretty much keeping that process repeating until they get all the money and then when they die, you know, hopefully they're being in their little judgment zone where they're kind of looking at what they might have been telling me saying, um, oh, you should have done it this way when this whole time they contradicted themselves and were stealing money or committing lustful acts of dirty sex with nuns and, you know, young children or whatever. Excuse me. So that's why I'm saying that, um, you know, having a Navajo, I mean, um, well, obviously Navajo (laughs) kind of lost my point there. Um, having a community, there we go. Community Hogan and Sweat Lodge, that might really be, you know, the best thing that could happen, uh, based off of all this, uh, coronavirus and pandemic stuff, now they're talking about, you know, obviously that they they said war with you, you between Russia and Ukraine, but it's more or less a conflict. And I saw this funny meme earlier today where uh, Joe Biden was like, "Oh, I'm here to help," and then there was like a picture of that. I uh, was named Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, saying, "Oh, like the way you helped America." And then there was a picture of the United States with a giant dumpster and, a, you know, fire, fire and flames coming out of it. So uh, I just thought that was pretty funny. I was like, oh, okay, shit. You know, these satires are sometimes are the best way to sum up everything and um, in like one picture that, you know, means something. So anyways, um, but having that um, – community Hogan that would that would be pretty interesting man I'd, I'd like to see that and um, you know the the thing with that is um, I really don't want to hear people saying that um, oh well, you should have done it this way you should have made that Hogan bigger you, you should have faced it this way or that way and I'm like, you know what Just don't worry about it. Why don't you do it on your own time do it to your own, You know, wherever your home site lease is, go do it there. Don't be coming up to me trying to tell me how to do things when this whole time I've been offering and extending and trying my best to work with people, make it easy, give them my phone number, my email address. And in the end, you know, it just nothing really comes of it. There's nothing to build off of. Because they're just like, in that moment, they're caught up. But then when they realize how much work has to be involved, they they back down and they're like, well, oh, the Native Ravager is already working on it, so we'll, we'll let them take it forward. Let them take it further. And I'm like, that's fine by me because I'm the one who's really going to be pushing for the whole agenda of what I'm looking for, of what I'm wanting to do. And, you know, these... um. These other people, I there's only so much I can do for the agency veterans and for these other veteran organizations that I went to, the community members, they just kind of look at me dumbfounded and they're like, well, you know, show us the result first and then I'll think about joining you. So when I come back, all right, look, here's the result. And they're like, no, that's too much. It's, it's too much work. And I, I don't really want to do that uh, you do it for me. And then let me know when it's time for me to come in and sign my name or collect a check. You know, it's like, it doesn't work like that, buddy. So, um, excuse me. Um, so with that being said, you know, the the sweat lodge, that's also another interesting problem, not problem, but that's an interesting idea to where we could definitely do that and have, um, you know, just go back to the old roots and possibly make another sweat lodge for women, but while doing that it may attract tourists to come on in and say, oh, I'd like to be a part of it. And it's like, no, this is more of a um, it's more of a private nature with, you know, tribal officials or tribal families and stuff like that. So that's where, you know, it's It's really interesting to know that um, these things, they can be done. And if they are done, the possibilities of extending it, making it bigger, better, faster, whatever. But it's the leadership that we got right now on the Navajo Nation. That keeps breaking down. When it comes from the higher ups, it starts breaking down and then when it comes down to like, in the veterans case, when it comes down to regular members of the veteran community, you know, then they're being told, oh, you're not eligible for this and that because whatever reason, you know, they didn't fill out the form right or their their actual file got lost, got misplaced, and then they try to blame. You know, that's the, that's the thing with modern society is shifting the blame. Let's go shift the blame to somebody else. Let's go shift the blame to that person. And so when it comes down to like, okay, let's work on this uh, community sweat lodge, then somebody's going to be like, oh, well, you fix it first, and then I'll come in and uh, help you out when I'm ready, when it's convenient for me. And once it's almost done, they're like, oh, well, I wouldn't mind moving in here. (laughs) It's like, why? You didn't even help out. So anyways, all these uh, different variables, and um, all these other alternate uh, alternate answers you know they're they're out there, man. We just need to learn how to work together and go get it and fix it and repair it and uh, build off of it, make it better. And so that's um that's pretty much what I wanted to say about the um the subject as far as uh community hogan, community community sweat lodge to, you know, just have those uh, ceremonies done. And maybe then it'll bring back, um, bring back the culture. Because last episode um, 18, I said, um, what did I say? I I said something about the culture dying. Okay. So let me go back to that real quick, because I wanted to fix what I was saying about that. I was saying that the older generation, the elderly, they kind of set us up for failure because they refused to teach us what they knew. And they were going by the guided principle that everybody must learn on their own. And they need to learn how to do things on their own, which is kind of, um, which is kind of terrible because it also works against uh, people who are trying or don't want to try. And they'll never get results because they're like, oh, I want to do it the easy way. Well, there is no easy way. Anyways, so that was another thing that my mom was always telling me about uh, her mother. Just constant, to me, the way I hear it now, it's just constantly, constantly uh, bragging about um, bragging about the same situation in different ways and nothing ever really gets done but also in modern society nav I, i it's not just me but it's other navajo men who are saying that oh yeah my mom and my dad are still alive and they drive me nuts because they want me to do things their way and they don't listen and all this stuff there's all these different angles but at the end of the day you know it's really comes down to um What are we going to leave behind for the next generation? You know, and I'm trying to leave behind, you know, the ways we're doing these things. But unfortunately, it does cause witchcraft and jealousy to rear its ugly head and kind of uh, put a stop to what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, man, if you guys just leave me alone, I can uh, work on this goal faster. And then, hell, we could all meet up and, um, you know, I'll try to help you with whatever program you're trying to do. So, so my whole point basically was that, um, you know, because of the elderly kind of sticking by their principle of you need to learn on your own, they kind of doomed us. So the generations we got now, they're also looking at it like, oh, well, I don't have my mom and my dad anymore because they got old and they passed on. So they kind of look at it like as, um, as an excuse to just kind of do whatever and then you know, the guy who was telling me to follow, I mean, that if I wanted to hear about Jesus and the Bible and all that, if he were, I don't know, like, let's say another religion, like, let's say Muslim or Buddhist, you know, what would he be trying to, you know, tell me, you know, would it be a simple change in his head? Like, okay, well... um, I need to tell uh, the native ravager this, or he might be like, you know what? Um, I don't really think that I should be going out there and telling people what to believe because it, it worked for me and it may not work for this other person. So that's why when I have, um, I have my opportunity to say something, I'll definitely take advantage of it and say, look, you know, I respect the, um, other religions, you know, I'm not going to go out there and bash them just because, you know, I'm pretty much considered like an atheist at this point. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm just going to let it be. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's cool. These guys, they have their own religion. Even those people, what they call them, snake, snake handlers or rattlesnake handlers or something. That Southern, um, that Southern religion where, you know, you got to touch a you got to hold on to a snake and if it bites you, it means whatever it means to these, uh, these religious fanatics pretty much. And then one last thing I want to share before I start to close the episode is that one time, uh, after, this is after I came, after I got out of the army, I think it was like a year later, we were back at my dad's place and, um, uh, I was sleeping on the floor and my, my sister, and at that time she had her newborn son. He was in the, they were in the, the baby's room, I guess. And my dad was in his room and we're all just all crashed out. And then, um, our neighbors, they have, they they have a strong belief in the revival system. And when that, um, when they bring in the live band and they start jamming away, it's like, oh man, it gets so annoying. Cause you know, you can tell that they can't carry a tune to save their lives, but um, anyways, during one of the, the sermons of the pastor for the, um, I, I want to say they, the, those that deal with the revival, uh, what are they? Baptists? You know, anyway, so this guy, my sister heard him cause she had the window open and he was like, cause it was hot in in the baby's room. So the guy was saying, all you skinny walkers, why don't you come on in? And, you know listen to the word of the lord and change your ways and my sister told me that and i was like that's what he said and she's like yeah i was like ah oh, damn it man this dude just doomed us now i said watch tonight there's going to be all the dogs barking cuz all those skinwalkers are going to get pissed and they're going to go in there and i don't know what they're going to do but you know that guy just kind of uh made things worse so sure enough that night man the neighbors the one that had the revival, man, their dogs are just running around. Our dogs are barking. They were looking that way. And they were, you know, barking at them, whatever the our, our relatives were um, experiencing. So pretty much when this guy says, okay, all you skinny walkers, come on over and listen to the Lord and all this stuff. He pretty much called out the skin walkers, and they were pissed off the way I saw it because they're like, oh, who the hell are you to come and, you know, start talking shit to us, you know and that that night man and they were um the skinwalkers were out in full force they're running around i guess the um the uh the revival tent there and then then i guess when they got bored they came up towards our our direction and kind of like i don't know if they were trying to scare me but uh, i i think i was deep asleep at the time so the dogs were just barking so You know, it's just, uh, this guy was trying to make war with the, uh, the skinny walkers. And like for myself, you know, I just, I just kind of speak on it on my own terms of, um, how I view the skinny walkers, but I'm not out there, you know, trying to talk shit like, oh, why don't you come out during the daytime and, you know, we can settle this like, man, you know, that ain't going to work in a million years, man. But, um, Anyways, uh, so that's uh, one last final thing I wanted to say about this, um, you know, community hogans and sweat lodge is that my, mm, yeah, my mom, she's pretty much into like the peyote culture. And, you know, we, we tried all these years as young, young kids to be part of that, but man, it's just, it just doesn't seem right with me to pray out in the open of what you want. Because there's always going to be some negative skinwalker element out there that's going to hear it. And they're going to take what you're saying and because you're speaking out loud and they hear how passionate you are about it. And then, you know, sabotage your your wants, your desires and all that stuff, your dreams, your goals. They're going to sabotage that whole thing and just just to spite you just because they want to have something to laugh about. So just kind of keep that in mind. As far as peyote goes, you know, to each their own. I say, you know, peyote doesn't really work for me, but um, just kind of being an atheist does. Not Even then, I'm not really an atheist. I'm more of a traditionalist, I meant to say. So <laughs> I guess I'm getting tired now. So already. Other than that, man, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end this um, episode uh, by letting you guys know that um Still got uh, three more to go, and that's going to be uh, episode 20, 21, and twenty-two. So we're almost there, folks. Just hang in there, man. And then after that, we'll take a break, and um, you know, hopefully, next time I come back, I'll have better research done. Other than that, for the uh, Clagato Veterans non—oh, excuse me, for the Clagato Veterans nonprofit and the Clagato Veterans podcast, I've been your happy host. Mateo Native Ravager, thanking you for listening and, you know, just thanking the young lady for giving me these uh, subjects to talk about. And uh, hopefully we can collaborate and start working on some things here in the future. But other than that, uh, my final words are, yeah, see ya.